Open the Word of God with me this morning to John chapter 14. John chapter 14, and allow me to open with verses this morning that I closed with on Wednesday evening. Verses very important to me, and they should be to you, and help define the reason, one of the reasons, why we are going through the Gospel of John. There's no statement like this in Matthew, Mark, or Luke. Not even close. John chapter 14, verse 21. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father. And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Judas saith unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings. And the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. Amen Amen and amen. Today, we're going to learn more about the Lord Jesus Christ, the Word of God made flesh. Today, we're going to be reminded about our marriages. They are some of the commandments and words that God has given us to keep. They are some of the commandments Jesus gave to His apostles to preach to us. Jesus commissioned His apostles to go and teach all nations. Those are the elementary facts of the gospel leading to baptism. And to baptize them, and then to teach them all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And that includes all the rules of Scripture about marriage. Marriage is an incredibly exciting institution and ordination that God made. And many of you in here have already separated yourselves from all others of the opposite sex to be married. And But God has given us some rules for marriage, and we want to start a series considering that. So, as we look at these four verses... We are going to learn more about the Lord Jesus Christ and God His Father. We're going to learn more about marriage and some of the words and commandments that He has for us. But what I want you to notice right now and what I wanted you to notice on Wednesday evening and what I wanted you to notice in an update that was sent with these verses is that there is a future extra special blessing of God's love and God's presence, of Christ's love and of Christ's presence. Revelation 3.20 about the Lord Jesus Christ standing at the door and knocking is a good cross-reference, but we'll not go there this morning. Notice in verse 21, He that hath my commandments is present tense. That is to be in possession of the commandments of God and to know them, and keepeth them. That is present tense, obedience to God's word. He it is that loveth me. That is present tense, love of Christ, proven by 
you having his commandments and obeying them. First half of the verse. So simple, so precious. We understand it. We should look at it and realize that we cannot say that we love the Lord Jesus Christ unless we tremble before his word. Unless we tremble at his commandments. We cannot say that we love Christ. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, the apostle of love would say, he is a liar. 1 John chapter 2 and verse 4, there is no truth in him. Second half of the verse. He that loveth me, so we still have a present tense, shall be loved, future tense, of my Father. And I will love him, future tense, of Jesus Christ. And will manifest myself to him, future tense. God has loved us with an everlasting love. That is in the eternal phase of salvation. How can there be a use of the future tense? Because it is describing a personal, practical manifestation and shedding abroad of that love in our hearts and our lives by an increase in fellowship and affection with God the Father and His Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. This is incredible. We do not come into this assembly to sit back on Ephesians chapter 1 and think that everything is settled. Certain things are settled, but certain things are left to us to awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead and Christ shall give thee light. That's chapter 5 of Ephesians Chapter 3 said of the Ephesians, Ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord? But there's always more light. There's always more fellowship. John wrote to those that believed that they might have fellowship with Him, and truly His fellowship was with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. And these things have we written unto you, that your joy might be full. Look at that verse. Do not forget that verse. This is why I want to show the Lord Jesus Christ to you. This is one of the reasons why I'm preaching through the Gospel of John. You know, Judas that was there didn't understand how that Jesus would be able to manifest Himself and God the Father would manifest Himself to them and not to the world because it wouldn't be a visible, physical display in some geographical location broadcast by television or radio or the internet. It was going to be the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, that would represent them both in us. He is God. He is not a force. He is not a power. He is God. And so 23, Jesus repeats Himself. He that loveth me, present tense. I mean, verse 23. If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. The Father and Jesus come to us by the Holy Spirit and inhabit us. They inhabit our bodies by the Spirit of God. The more we know of him, the more we know his commandments, the more we keep his commandments, the more we delight in him, the more we love him, and he returns that love in an affectionate, personal, intimate, 
way of fellowship. I want that for every one of you. I want that for me. I don't care about yesterday. I don't care about this morning. The Apostle Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind right. and pressing forward for the goal of John 14, 21, and 23. Right. May the Lord bless us to this end. Yes. Let us pray. Holy Father, Almighty God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, I have wasted no time in pleasantries and salutations and discussions of the weak or any of the foolish and vain activities and events of our past week. I have given them thy word. Thy word is truth. Impress that truth upon our hearts and upon our minds by the power of thy spirit. We love thee, O Lord. We will keep thy commandments. Show us thy commandments. Stir us up by your spirit to remember your commandments, to do your commandments. And O Lord, remember our frame that we are dust. And like as a father pitieth his children, O Lord, pity us and remember that frame. O Lord, we still have sin in our members that cry out to us, that pulls at us and takes us away from Thee. Have mercy upon us, Heavenly Father. We do love Thee. We will keep Thy commandments. Bless us in these two assemblies today that the Lord Jesus Christ will be lifted up to the beginning and that we might see the pre-incarnate Christ who is the Word of God without flesh in His divine nature. We were chosen in Him before the foundation of the world. Our names were written in the book of life before Genesis 1-1. From the beginning, we have been in an everlasting union with Thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank Thee and praise Thee and bless Thee. O Lord, show us Your commandments and we'll do them. Show us in this first assembly the glory of Your Son. And Heavenly Father, we lay before you these written scriptures that you in your divine providence have given us in our language. And we believe these promises that you have made. And we call thee to remember and regard them. And send yourself and your Son by your Spirit into our hearts. O Lord, that we might cry, Abba, Father, with a degree of passion and a degree of intensity and a degree of affection that we have never known before. Come and make your abode with us. Dwell with us. We will not take you into the ways of sin. We will not take you into the ways of heresy. O Lord, we will honor thee in our midst and in our bodies by remembering that we are not our own, but are bought with a price, and we are yours in body and spirit. Heavenly Father, help us this day toward these goals. We are weak and we tremble before Thee. Heavenly Father, sufficient prayers have already been offered up for the preaching of Your Word throughout the world in other assemblies by other men with their words landing upon other ears. And we ask You to hear those prayers and to bless them. We are thankful for our nation. We live in a blessed nation. And we are thankful for all Your mercies toward us every day of our lives. We are thankful that we are united again today in this assembly 
Yet we pray for those that are sick and cannot be with us. Heavenly Father, open the Word of God to us today. Take our simple minds, and oh Lord, they are simple. Deliver them from all the distraction of the details of our lives. Heavenly Father, Thou knowest the heart of Thy servant, and You know the hearts of these Thy people. Our minds are so easily led astray, and we think upon so many things. Take those things away from us today, that our attention of our minds will be all Thine, and upon Thy Word, and that the affection of our hearts will be all Thine, and upon Thy Word. We have no one and no thing in heaven or in earth beside Thee. And we bless Thee and thank Thee. Come to us, Heavenly Father. Without Thy blessing, we shall not be blessed. Without Thy blessing, I just make a lot of noise. But, O Lord, with Thy blessing, by Thy Spirit, preaching this Word and its glorious truth, wisdom, righteousness, and the glory of Thy Son, Jesus, help us to see Him and to love Him more. We ask in Jesus' name, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Son of God, Lord of all. Amen. Amen.